You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 121. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should do. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth, so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. In today's episode, episode number 21 is the first quarter 2019 market review. Does that sound exciting or what? But before we get started, I got a question for you. Did you fill up any of your cornerstones this weekend? What do I mean by your cornerstones? Well, first you have to establish what your cornerstones are. What are the most important things in your life? This is the most important thing that a family steward can do, is figure out what your cornerstones are. What are they? Family, friends, spirituality, job, health, and that's both your inner health and your physical health your finances. What are your cornerstones? Figure out what they are and build abundance in them. Well, I have three daughters, third grade, fifth grade, and third year in college. And my my oldest daughter, Chloe, she was in town for the weekend. She goes to college out of state. And boy, did I feel like we filled up our family cornerstone this weekend and had great family quality time all weekend. Felt, felt really, really good. You know, when I fill up the cornerstone of my, my most important things in my life, you know, that, my friends, is where real wealth lies. Money is great. Money is cool. Money helps you build abundance in other cornerstones. But money or finances in and of itself don't mean very much at all. There's a study that's out that talks about money and happiness. And I don't have that study out in front of me, but get this. The average household income in the United States is somewhere in the 40,000s. I think it's the low 40,000s. And for a lot of you listening, you might be thinking, man, that is really, really low. Well, studies out there show that folks that make more money, a family household income, more than the low 40s, are happier than people that are in the low 40s and below. They are happier. But the study was looking to find at what point of income do you reach where your happiness levels off? And I know we're all thinking, if I just got a raise, my life would be better. If I just made ten or twenty or fifty thousand dollars, my life would be better. I would be happier. If I bought that brand new car, if I got the new cottage, if I got the new boat, I would be happier. Well, studies show that you are happier 
between low 40s and up to about $70,000. So if you're somewhere between the low 40s and 70 or $75,000 and want to earn more money, this study says you'll be happier. But the moment your household income goes above approximately $75,000, there's no more happiness left. You're not going to get happier. Do you know where I think you can become happier though? Building up your cornerstones, those things that are most important to you, spending time with my family made me really, really happy this weekend. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. First quarter 2019 market review. Now that we're into uh, April, a few days, we can now look back at the quarter and see how we've done. You know, you'll know how you've done if you look at your 401k statement, investment account statement, IRA statement, whatever you look at. And I'm not even suggesting you look because really good investors are not looking at their investments every day. I promise you that much. But it does help to look back on occasion, once a quarter is great, to see how things transpired. It was a wacky, crazy quarter. It was a great quarter in the stock market. Just about every market in most countries gained in the stock market in the first quarter of 2019. A direct opposite of what happened in the fourth quarter of 2018. But I like to look at the different asset classes and countries and how and the commodities and how they performed relative to what our long-term expectations are. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that you need an investment philosophy. You need one investment philosophy. And here at Fortress Planning Group, we believe a few things. We believe that the market is efficient, which basically means it's incredibly difficult to, to outguess the market. We believe in incredible diversification at Fortress Planning Group. We each, we all own 12,000 plus companies. We believe in very low cost. And we also believe tilting our portfolios in the direction of groups of stocks that have done better in the long run. What do I mean by that? Well, one I call the small company premium. Why? Because if I look back since 2000 and, or I'm sorry, since 1928, well, small companies, small publicly traded companies have done on average in the U.S. 2% better per year than large companies. And in the developed countries, that premium is even higher. And in the emerging countries, the premium is a little bit lower, but the premium exists. We also believe in the relative price premium. When stocks trade close to their book value in the long run, they have done better. And in the United States, in the really long run since 1928, we're talking about over 3% on average per year and even more in developed countries and more in emerging countries. And lastly, we believe in what we call the profitability premium. 
and data that we have goes back to 1964 in the U.S. and the profitability premium on average per year delivered almost 4% more than low profitable stocks. And we're talking even more in developed countries and even more over 5% in emerging countries. Now we don't Throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's why we own 12,000 companies. We just tilt in these directions. And here's the very important part about investing in these premiums is it's just like the stock market. We believe at Fortress Planning Group that you need to be invested for the really, really long term because anything happens in any given year, any given three years, five years, etc. But when we hold portfolios for a long period of time, we have seen very successful experiences. And as family stewards, we want a successful experience because that in the long run is going to help us build abundance in our cornerstones like I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Now, these premiums that I just suggested these premiums it's the same as the stock market sure small companies on average have beat large companies by an average of two percent per year but that doesn't mean that happens year after year in fact in one year cycles small beats large only 57 percent of the time the thing is when small does beat large a lot of times it really beats large And we thought we were headed there in the first quarter of 2019 because small took a big lead and then pulled back a little bit in March. But again, we're talking one quarter. We are long-term investors. So we want to capture that premium, but we know the only way that we will is if we stay long-term. And even if you're getting ready to retire tomorrow, you are still a long-term investor. We need growth in your portfolio and your investment horizon goes until the day you die, period. So how did the stock market do in the first quarter of 2019. Heck, that's what this podcast is all about. So I want to get to those numbers. But I'm not going to give you any specific investment. All I'm giving you are the indexes, not a particular investment. If you want help with your portfolio, if you want to talk about what it means to invest in these premiums, I want you to reach out to me. Go to our brand new website, fortressplanninggroup.com, and you'll find if you scroll down that you can book a quick meeting, 15-minute call at any point with myself or my partner, Kevin. We would be happy to give you a second opinion on your investments and show you what it might look like being a long-term investor with Fortress Planning Group, investing in these premiums where you can be assured in having only one investment philosophy. So here we go. The best performing asset class during the first quarter of 2019 was the U.S. real estate. The REIT index delivered 15.72% in the first quarter. Wow, pretty crazy. That is quite a return. Do you have real estate in your portfolio? It is an excellent diversifier. 
Second best performing asset class was the Russell 2000, the smallest companies, the small companies in the U.S., delivering 14.58%. In contrast with that with the large companies, which would be the S&P 500 index at about 13.65. Now, when we look at the relative price index, we're looking at the Russell 1000 value delivering about 12% this year. So small actually overperformed large by just a little bit and value underperformed a little bit. But that's the great thing about being invested in all nine of these premiums is number one, we didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So we still have S&P 500 in our portfolio. And when you're invested in these premiums, you're invested in three in the U.S., three in developed countries, and three in emerging markets. So that's nine premiums. If we can hit on a few of these each quarter, that levels everything else out. If we can hit on all nine, awesome. We just want to make sure that we're staying disciplined in the long run. All right, let's look at international developed uh, just real quick. So international developed, small beat large, small came in at 11.16 and large at 10.79. So very, very, very close. The one thing to note, though, is uh, value underperformed in the developed countries, just like in the U.S. I think it's a, it was a theme around the first quarter that value did underperform. But just incidentally, if you look at what's happened in the first week of the second quarter, what is jumping out ahead in the race once again? Small and value. Small is outpacing large by double and value even more so far this quarter. But you know what? We're just one week into the quarter and we're barely into 2019. These numbers are just fun to look at. Finally, what about emerging markets? Emerging markets that which have a great long-term return actually did worse than developed countries and the U.S. in the first quarter, but still had positive returns. Large cap up about 9.84. Small cap did a little worse, 7.88. And then value came in at about 8%. So there you have it, though. All of these asset classes did remarkably well. Some just did better than others. Our job is to stay disciplined through all of it. And the one thing you should be asking yourself during any of these quarterly calls that we have, these performance calls, is keep asking yourself, what is my investment philosophy? And if you cannot articulate it, and if it changes from time to time, we need to have a conversation. We need, you are a family steward and we need to get you fixed on one investment philosophy. Not, in a, not a philosophy that is guaranteed to be the best philosophy 30 years from now, because I can't guarantee anything. But what I can do is help you give yourself the greatest chance for success. That's all we're looking to do here is give you the greatest chance for success to create abundance in every one of your cornerstones. All right, let's look at countries real quick. 
when I rank developed countries, the number one, Hong Kong, up 15.21%. Canada's number two at a little over 15%. Then Belgium, Italy, New Zealand, and then finally the U.S. at that right around the 14% mark. The lowest performing developed country is Japan at 674. Close to that was Singapore at 6.98 and Spain at 7. All right, what about emerging markets or developing countries? The best performer, Colombia, 25.42% this quarter. Number two, China, 17.56, and Egypt, 16.73. The worst three, incidentally, were the only countries that had negative performance this quarter. And that was Poland, which basically broke even down just a little bit. Qatar, negative 2.29. Am I even saying that right? I asked my wife this weekend, how do I pronounce this country? And she wasn't exactly sure either. So I'm just going out and saying it. And the worst performing country, Turkey, negative 2.75. Those are your countries. And I'll touch on real estate one last time because the U.S. REITs, I said, were up over 15%, best performing asset class of all the asset classes. And then global REITs were up almost 12%. So very, very close. U.S. REITs were just a little bit better. What about commodities? Well, this is commodities are very, very volatile, up a lot or down a lot any given quarter. And up near the top is no surprise, probably, if you see gas uh, up at the pump, which it is right now. I see crude oil up 30%, almost 30%, and unleaded gas up 25.92 this quarter. With the three worst performing asset classes, uh, Chicago wheat, negative 9.52, coffee, negative 9.99, and Kansas wheat down a little over 13 All right, what about fixed income or bonds? Let's just touch on this for a minute before we wrap up because bonds can be a very important part of your portfolio, especially if your risk level is low or you're very near or in retirement. I mean, that's how we can be long-term investors. If when the stock market is down and we're drawing off of our portfolio, if we have the right kinds of bonds in our portfolio, we're able to draw our paycheck from the bonds until stocks increase. And how did bonds do? Well, in the quarter, the short-term bonds, the very, very short-term one-year bonds were up about a percent which is (laughs) as bad as that sounds, um, it's really pretty good uh, and very good compared to the last several years. But as these interest rates rise, so will these shorter-term bonds. World government, one to five years, up a little over a percent, 1.16. The U.S. inflation-protected bonds up over 3%. With the overall bond Um, index or aggregate bond index up 2.9 had a rebound compared to last year when the yield curve was inverted and what that basically means is these shorter term bonds that we like to hold in fortress portfolios actually did better than the more risky longer term bonds although it's not like they had great percentages but it was a great way to create our retirement checks when things were a little crazy in the fourth quarter of last year 
All right, there you have it. Your first quarter 2019 market review. I hope you found some nuggets. You know, I'm thinking about, man, I just gave you a whole lot of numbers. That might have been pretty boring. I don't even know who's listening at this point right now because all I did was give you number after number after number. But you know what? It's good to look at these indexes and then go back to your portfolio and see how things are going. And two big things though, because this is just one quarter, little snapshot of the stock market from the first quarter perspective. Who knows what's going to happen in the second quarter? We started out great, but anything can happen in the short term. That is for sure. But two big things I want you to take from this podcast. Number one, think about your investment philosophy. Think about, do I have an investment philosophy? Because that is your most important goal, being a family steward, moving forward with your investments to give you the greatest chance for success. And then secondly, think about what your cornerstones are. Why are you saving your money to begin with? Do you have a plan, a comprehensive plan for what you're going to do with this money, when you want to retire, how you're going to build the cornerstones of your life? What are the most important things? Because you know what? If we don't start planning for them now, they're probably never going to happen when you want them to happen. And then the bad happens. You know what the bad is? We're lying on our deathbed and we have regrets, the things we've never done. I want to take those regrets away from you and start planning with you now to give you the greatest chance for success in building all of your cornerstones, all that is most important to you. So go to fortressplanninggroup.com, check out our new website and schedule a quick 15 minute call with Kevin or myself. And in the meantime, I'll see you when I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.